Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 237 of the Big Boo Cast. On this episode, we're going to hear all about Caroline's graduation. I feel like I need to play some special music right now. We're going to talk about the SEC baseball tournament, which was not a great week for Mississippi State, but a really good week for Mother-Son Fellowship. And we're going to talk about a great new recipe Melanie has tried in addition to my five favorites for this week. If you would like to look at or ponder some of the things that we talk about a lot and love to use, you can find many of those things in our Amazon store. It's at amazon.com slash shop slash big boo. And as always, we are so happy that you're here with us and we hope you enjoy episode 237. Hey, everybody, this is Sophie. This is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. We've had some sound issues, so I'm telling Melanie this for the third time. <laughs> but Caroline Schenkel graduated from high school. Yes, rumor has it that she is officially a high school graduate. So so I'm um, going to ask you the question I've already asked you, which yeah. is, so how was it? It was so good. Like, I am going to say, I really did not... Um, cry. Like I got okay. a little teary a couple of times, but I really didn't cry like I thought I would. I mean, and I don't know that I even thought that I would. I mean, I just, I think she was so ready. And mm-hmm. it's like Perry and I were just saying this past year, I mean, let's be honest, it's been a little bit of a, let's just say a poop show for the family friendly <laughs> version. So, uh, so, you know, in a way it's kind of like, and she did go like Monday was her last day of school. And so she went to school. I think she went to one class in person on Monday, just so she could like walk in the high school again for right. one last time mm-hmm. and then went to lunch with a bunch of friends um, and did that. And then I'm trying to think Tuesday, they had like a Fiesta Texas day um, and they all went to Fiesta Texas and rode rides and did all that. And then, I mean, she just, so she had a fun week, like with yeah. friends and hanging out and all that stuff. And then the ceremony was, I mean, it's funny cause I, you know, you don't really want to sit through a graduation ceremony for anybody you don't care about, but it was fun. Cause I mean, I mean, so many of those kids, like she's gone to school with them since kindergarten. So right. it was, so it was fun. Like, and it was outdoors. It was at the amphitheater at our church. The weather was not terrible. Um, and so it was just, it was fun. It felt like a good, like good closure, like to, to end. And it was funny because after it was all said and done, I said, what'd you think? I said, were you so glad that like you walked across and she said, I could have taken it or left it. She's like, I, she's like, whatever. And I said, and I said, well, I go, I really liked the cap and gown moment. Like I wanted the cap and gown moment. And she was like, well, I mean, it could have been fine or whatever. And I said, I'm going to tell you something. I said, I've blood, sweat and tears for 17 years. And if I want to see you in a cap and gown. I mean, for you to be in a cap and gown, like you need to give that to your mom. That's right. But, um, but the, the, to me, the sweetest moment was Perry got to, because he just finished his school board tenure, but because he was a school board member, he got to go up and hand her her diploma. And yes. so, um, it was so sweet that he got to hand her her diploma. Um, that was a sweet moment and, um, it was good. And then we dropped her off at a party and, went and had drinks with some friends of ours who also have an only child, um, who are now are going to be our fellow empty nesters. Right. Um, and Hey, we toasted to a job, job well done. Good so, Hey, yeah. I, I did love the moment cause you put it on Instagram when Perry was handing Caroline her diploma and they shook each other's hand. Yeah. That made me so happy. <laughs> like, 
that made me deeply happy. <laughs> so them. It felt right. So... It did. It felt right on every level. It did. I'm going to give you a firm handshake and mm-hmm. then I'll bring you in for the hug, but we're going to go for the handshake Yes, first. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. So, and she, but listen, she wore her Nike. She, um, we got her these like cute little Air Jordan, retro Air Jordans. And she wore those. And I mean, and it was so much walking and so much standing that she was like, I've never been so glad that I didn't try to wear a pair of heels. It was like, a good call. It was a good call. It was a good call. Um, so that was really good. It just, I don't know, like the whole, I like the whole thing. It was just a, it was sweet. It was good closure. Um, and then today I'm trying to think, what do we do? Oh, well, this is the whole, so I ended up waiting. She was out super late Thursday night after graduation. Cause there were all these different parties and whatever. Mm-hmm. So we had kind of said, you know, she was out with friends. And so I waited up for, which was late. And I'm not going to tell y'all how late it was. Cause I don't need the judgment, That's but it was right. late. It was, you told, yeah, it was late. It was, it was, it was, it was not late. 10. Is what it I'll, was not. I'll say. No, uh-huh. it wasn't midnight. Mm-hmm. So we waited, I waited up for her to get home. So I'd been up most of the night and then, <laughs> what I'm going to say uh-huh. most of the night. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, Friday we just, I mean, we were all dead to the world. I mean, cause it was, I mean, we were so tired. And then, so Friday we didn't really do much of anything. Um, so Friday night there was a huge storm came through, um, and our power went out at like nine o'clock. Oh no. Was it yeah. hot outside? That's, you know, it my was- first question. Well, we are in Texas. So yes, it was hot. The good news is it wasn't as hot in our house as it could have been because the air had already started to cool down. But I mean, it's not, you know, you don't have AC. And so it was one of those things that like Friday night, I was like, we'd had such a busy week. Like we literally had had something every single night. We'd been out every single night. I'd stayed up late. Like I purposely kind of, when I woke up Friday morning, it was probably only 10. So I hadn't gotten a lot of sleep, but I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and get up because tonight I'm going to, I'm going to we're going to call in dinner mm-hmm. and I'm going to watch the friends reunion mm-hmm. and I'm going to go to bed. And I'm going to tell you, we had just finished dinner and I just settled in. I was getting all ready. And then like that storm came through and it was a big one. Like they said there were winds up to like 80 miles an hour at the airport. Oh, wow. I know. And it knocked out our power. Um, and so Perry went to bed about 10 and I was like, I'm not going to bed till the power comes back on. Like I know who I am. Sure. And this didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. So there's no point in me trying to go get to bed. And, um, at one in the morning, I realized the power's not coming back on anytime soon. And so I went and crawled in bed and Perry will tell you, I did not. He said, I flipped and flopped like, <laughs> because it was so quiet too. You know, it's yes. not just here. It's like, there's no noise. There's no fan. There's no hum of electronics. There's no, <laughs> none of the creature comforts. no. And so anyway, so needless to say, I'm a little tired Okay, is what I'm going to tell you. I'm a little tired. And so all that to set up that then today, this morning we went to church because we're recording this on a Sunday and they did like senior recognition Sunday. So they had the seniors come up on the stage and they prayed over them and whatever. So I'm going to say combined with tired and then emotional, mm. like it was kind of like a little bit of a damn broke at church. Okay. Like it, <laughs> yeah. Well, it had to give some time. You ca- I mean, you couldn't just power through at some point it was bound to happen yeah it, it was going to come and that was like the sweetest because everything else is so but like just to see these people in church leadership and just yes. the prayer that they prayed over our kids and it was so powerful it was like this was really the most like meaningful mm-hmm. moment of mm-hmm. and almost like the way they did it it was like commissioning them is like now you're adults like go 
like go find your calling, Mm. like go take on the world, like go see what God has for you. And then they had actually the youth pastor from our church did the sermon this morning. And it was all about like listening for God's voice and, um, finding out like who he's called you to be. And it was just sweet. And then like we got in the car um, and we were coming home and Caroline was meeting some friends to go to the lake today. But like, she was just like, this makes me so, she like, listen to all that makes me so excited. For, I she said, oh, I'm excited for A&M. She goes, but I'm so excited, like to think of it in context of like, what does God have next for me? I and so, that. yeah. So Perry and I had that moment of like, God, oh, as parents, like that's all you could want, yeah. you know, like a hundred percent. Yeah. So it was good. Hey y'all, it's me taking a quick break to tell you about daily harvest. I don't know about you, but sometimes I just do not have the time or energy to cook, especially something healthy. It's so much easier to just make tacos every night. And then when I try to think I'm going to cook healthy, what I end up doing is I buy a bunch of produce and fruit at the grocery store and I watch it all go bad over the next week because we just get so busy and I don't have time to think about it and figure out like, what can I make that's healthy and is a good choice, but I want us to eat healthier. And honestly, I don't feel great when I end up eating takeout for almost every meal. This all changed once I found Daily Harvest. Daily Harvest delivers delicious food, all built on organic fruits and vegetables right to your door. It literally takes minutes to prepare and I never have to think twice if the food I'm eating is good for me. This is such a win. Daily Harvest is ready when you are. Everything stays fresh in your freezer until you're ready to enjoy it, so you waste less food too. There's no need to overthink any of your meals for the week with Daily Harvest. They have smoothies for breakfast, they have crisp flatbreads for lunch or dinner, and food that's perfect for cooler weather, like their perfectly roasted harvest bowls and soups. Daily Harvest never uses preservatives, added sugar, or artificial anything, including their recently launched almond milk, which is made of only almonds and a dash of sea salt. That's it. This is super convenient because I'm always stocked up whenever I need almond milk for my smoothies. Daily Harvest is also committed to minimizing their environmental impact. They're in the process of transitioning to 100% compostable, recyclable, plant-based, and renewable fiber packaging. Daily Harvest is undeniably delicious clean food without the prep. It really is like having a chef in your house that you don't see who preps great tasting meals for you that are also super healthy. I love it. You can get started today. Go to dailyharvest.com and enter promo code BIGBOO to get $25 off your first box. That's promo code BIGBOO for $25 off your first box at dailyharvest.com. Again, that's dailyharvest.com. So what about y'all? So that's that's my big doings. Well, let's see. So we kicked off our week with the SEC baseball tournament started on Tuesday. And Alex and I went and watched... The first couple of games and had the best time. We were so happy to be there. Then State played on Wednesday morning and it was maybe the worst I have ever seen us play. And I have been a State fan for my whole life and it was maybe the worst I've ever seen us play. We got run rolled by Florida um, because you can get run rolled in the tournament. And so we were out by the 7th. Um, Wow. And... What's funny about it is at this stage of my life, I'm like, hey, eh. Alex was, it was low. He was low. Uh-huh. He was sad. Uh-huh. He was. Uh-huh. He. Yeah. I saw his Instagram story. I was like, cause I hadn't followed and I was like, something bad happened at the state game. Yeah. Like, I knew, yeah. It's like something bad happened. Yeah. So uh, anyway, 
So we went to lunch and kind of tried to recover. And then he went back that night with some friends. He was the one, like, you want to know who got the mileage out of the tournament tickets this year? It was him. Uh uh So he went, I think, every day. And now today, because we're recording on Sunday, it's the championship game and we're not there. Arkansas is playing Tennessee, who I have to say really are the two best teams in the tournament. Yeah. Feels like that worked out right. But... Um, anyway, it, it was, it was fun to be in that environment, even if in the loser's bracket on Thursday, state got run ruled again. So no, did they really? Yes. I did not know that. Yes, okay, they did. Yeah, I haven't followed. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, cause you know, my team isn't even there, so I really don't <laughs> right. feel like I can judge anybody else's well, performance. It just was weird. So we played Tennessee on Thursday in the loser's bracket. And of course they have played three to this championship game, but apparently Emma Kate was texting me because she was at the game on Wednesday and then Thursday she was at home, but she was texting me what the announcers were saying Uh while we were there watching. And I will say Wednesday, it was so hot. The sun was a laser. It was so hot. And fortunately we found some seats in the shade. Um, But then on Thursday, it wasn't as hot and we were only in the sun for about 30 minutes. Okay. And then we got this rain Thursday night, and now it's been, like, cr- crazy. Like, I went walking yesterday morning, and I think it was 61 degrees. I wow. mean, it's, it's just been glorious. We walked out of church today, and I was like, oh, my word. You know, it's it's yeah. 68 degrees outside. It feels great. So they got some really good weather at the on the tail end of the tournament, because normally it's, you know, you wonder if people are going to, like, fall out. Yeah, for sure. But we got, after we got run-rolled on um thursday apparently the announcers were saying state needs to go home they need to rest yeah (laughs) they need to regroup and then they need to play this their regional in front of a packed duty noble field Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. you know it's just Mm -hmm. it was weird we just you know sometimes you just are watching a game and you're like it doesn't feel like we have any rhythm yeah wednesday Mm -hmm. it was like defensively we couldn't quite pull it together we were like we just missed plays we would normally make you know 10 times out of 10 and so it was really strange yeah so the 2019 tournament was like that for us this year was like that for us so hopefully better days ahead but I'd rather rather make a run in the regionals and super regionals than win the tournament oh for sure I mean that's you need to kind of and so maybe you go home you sacrifice a live chicken you know you do what you need to do and then (laughs) Just saying, it's like Major League, the movie Major League. That's right. Got to mm-hmm. sacrifice a chicken. Whatever, whatever it needs to happen. Whatever you need mm-hmm. to do. But yeah, something needs to. The bats apparently went a little cold, so they yeah. got to figure that out. Yeah, they do. But I will say, I, I don't know if there is anything more fun than than like I don't know. Just the older Alex gets, the more fun a sporting event is with him. Mm-hmm. And I, I, we had the best time i mean even with the run roll and the whole thing we just had the best time and at different points he had some different friends with him and it was just it was a blast you know and i, I love that yeah i i love there was a point in the in thursday's game i think where the tennessee pitcher had thrown i think he'd thrown seven or eight balls in a row and uh-huh. like the trash talk coming out of my kid's mouth was really like <laughs> you were touched by church this morning and I was really touched. I was so entertained by it. nothing terrible, but just yeah. just a, just some good natured trash talk. It's really one of uh-huh. my favorite things. So I don't know. We had a we had a ball and it was it was fun to 
enjoy the parts that we got to enjoy, you know, and yeah, that's good. Mm -hmm. That's good. It was great. And so I know, but now we'll see what happens with this championship game and we won't go to the regionals. I don't think that we would have to, I think we would have to sell a kidney for a ticket. So, okay. Yeah. A little pricey, a little pricey. So, but we'll watch Mm -hmm. that on television for sure and enjoy it. So in the air conditioning, which is even better, even better. Hey, it's me taking a break to tell you about StoryWorth. If there has ever been a year to make the dads in your life feel loved and appreciated on Father's Day, it's this one. We have just come out of a really hard year, and maybe for a lot of you, you haven't even gotten to see your dad or your grandfather over the last year. And I know if y'all listened to me for any amount of time, you know that I am a daddy's girl. I love my dad, and I so appreciate everything he's done for me, and that's why I'm honoring my dad this year with a heartfelt, sentimental gift the whole family can cherish together forever, StoryWorth. StoryWorth is an online service that helps your dad, your grandfather, your father-in-law, and every father figure in your life share stories through thought-provoking questions about their memories and personal thoughts. It's a fun new way to engage with them, especially if you can't be together in person. Every week, StoryWorth emails your dad a different story prompt, questions you've never thought to ask, like what's your favorite thing about your father, and what things are you proudest of in your life? StoryWorth has helped numerous families learn about each other in a profound, special way, and their testimonials will practically move you to tears. In fact, StoryWorth has already created powerful experience for me because of the things that I've learned about my dad that I didn't know before. There's no shortage of surprises when reading the weekly stories, and they make the family feel close even when you're not together, and it's something that you can cherish forever. After one year, StoryWorth will compile all your dad's stories, including photos, into a beautiful keepsake book that's shipped for free. I cannot wait to be able to give this book to my dad and for us to have it forever so that we can remember all of his stories and who he was growing up and what's important to him and how much he valued his family. You can give your dad the most meaningful gift this Father's Day with StoryWorth. Get started right away with no shipping required by going to storyworth.com slash bigboo. You'll get $10 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash bigboo for $10 off. So we have, mm-hmm. David and I have an anniversary tomorrow, Monday, and, okay. um, and then he's off work all week. And so, I don't know, we're kind of, we're kind of settling into summer. Alex starts football workouts on Tuesday, and I just finished up my final page proof edits for the devotional book that comes out at the end of September. God, so it great. feels like we've got a little bit of a clean slate now heading into summertime. Yeah. Yeah. That's how, I mean, I feel like really like we leave, so we're leaving here Tuesday and we've got Caroline's new student conference at A&M, which I'm super excited about. So for sure, um, you know, so she gets to like register for her classes and there's, you know, different things for um, families and all that kind of stuff. So I'm real excited. We get to spend next week in college station, kind of getting ready, like new, new life, new life, new phase. Yeah. Yeah. New phase. Well, I will say last week, I really, um, when I wasn't watching baseball, I really doubled down on my Breaking Bad commitment. And okay. I'm going to tell you what's a little bit of a mind warp is when you are immersed in whatever season of Breaking Bad and also doing page proofs for the new devotional book for <laughs> teens that you've written. Like, now I will say at some point, if I ever write another book of essays again, I'm writing one on Breaking Bad. There's a whole thing in there about sin, about, uh-huh. <laughs> about uh-huh. what it will do to us, about how, as we heard Kay Arthur say one time, it will, 
it will hold you longer and take you farther than you ever intended. There's a whole piece of that. But golly, I have dreamed about those people, imaginary Uh people. Uh I have thought about them. I have, I have been concerned. I have fretted. And so I I hope I'm going to wrap up the whole thing this week, but my goodness, it has really been something it's really taken a hold yeah, I feel like the drug running shows because that's how I felt like I just talked about this before you got on the, before we got on the podcast but like when we watch Narcos and now I'm remembering Pablo Escobar was the name I was trying to think of yes but that it really is such a it's a very vivid example the yes. drug run culture of how like well this this escalated quickly yeah. you know like <laughs> yes this, yes I went from I just wanted to get my family out of poverty by selling some marijuana to now I'm like burying money in my couch and in holes in the ground because I've got so much drug money. I don't know what to do with it. Don't have anywhere to put it. Don't have anywhere to put it. Yeah. It's, it's fascinating and, um, interesting in a way, but also disturbing. So, yeah. Yeah, it's very, well, because you start to see, like, to me, when we watch Narcos, where you go, oh, this, this quit becoming about money. Like, you've got yes. more money than you could ever spend. So, like, now yes. this isn't about money. So, like, what is it? Like, it's what, not about what money. Dr- drives mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So. That's an excellent question. Um, I might, I might try to answer that in the chapter I write, in the book that I don't know about yet, but. Yeah, because it, it's so interesting because mm-hmm. I'm like, you get to the point where you're like, well, so it, it it wasn't about the money or it quit being about the money. So is it about power? Is it about, I don't, I don't know. I just, I think it's incredibly interesting. You know what I think it, well, I think part of it is, um, Hazel snoring, if you can hear, um, okay. it's the counterfeit, right? It's, yeah. it, there's like, and I don't know who I heard say this the first time, but like whatever, wherever you're gifted, the enemy will come in with a counterfeit for that thing. Uh, so, yeah, you know, it's like in Breaking Bad, Walter White is this really gifted chemist. And so using that gift in a constructive way could have really been a game changer. But because uh-huh. of, you know, different situations and some bitterness and some frustration and all that. So the enemy comes in with it. I mean, I'm not saying this was the, the goal of the breaking bad writers. I'm just saying, I'm like, yeah. Oh, he's, he's chasing the counterfeit is what he's doing. Yeah. yeah like feel, so it true. feels like he's doing something he was meant to do, but, uh-huh. um, and that he's gifted to do, but uh-huh. anyway, but yeah. not but actually the, the real thing. Mm-hmm. No, probably not actually making meth was what he was put on this earth to do. Probably, you know? yeah, just a guess. Probably so not. It's just mm-hmm. yeah. fascinating. Okay. Well, I watched, so I finally did get to watch last night, finally. I got to watch the Friends reunion. Oh, I cannot wait. I'm going to watch it today, <sighs> I hope. It was so good. And here, you and I have already talked about, we're going to do a Patreon Yes. On um, but after you watch it, but here's the thing that got me and you're, you and I are the exact same on this. Like when, when they did, they were like friends ran for 10 years. So they start off with like friends ran from 10 years from 1994 to 2004. And I thought because of the stage of life we were in, like our lives mimicked theirs perfectly. Yes. In that time period, like we were going through all the same, like Rachel Green and I had a baby, like within six months of each other, <laughs> you know, like we, right. We called it an engagement within a year of each other. We had a baby within. Now, our lives looked very different in that, you know, I didn't live in an apartment with a bunch of friends in New York. But there were just so many. I was like, it really, 
I was like, it was such a touchstone in my life of like a time where like I lived for that Thursday night friends because I oh. felt like I so related to everything they were going through in their lives and it just all felt so real. So to see them back together, I'm going to say I also got maybe a little emotional last night watching the friends. Reunion. Okay. Is it so it's sweet in some way? It's sweet. It really is. It's like it's sweet. And just to see like the um, and I don't want to ruin it because I want to talk about it on the Patreon, but just um, to see like the love and the affection that they still have for each other, Aww. you know, like just, um, I don't know, it was just really sweet. And you're like, and that's why it clicked. Cause they talk so much about how those characters in other people's hands could have been unlikable right. or whatever and how it just took that right chemistry. And, um, anyway, it was really good. So I, I did not have, I mean, I'd started hearing from people that it was good, but it was, it was better than what my expectation had been for it. Okay. I'm absolutely watching it today. Yeah, it was really good. You know, I have a vivid memory of sitting in my one bedroom apartment, you know, as a, a very new teacher um, watching Friends and thinking, uh -huh. you know, recognizing that we were at similar ages or whatever. And again, their yeah. lives look very different than mine, but also thinking that Chandler's humor was the first time I saw humor that like legitimately seemed like humor I would see in my real yes. life you know yes. what I mean like it so mm -hmm. mimicked the tone of the humor that I loved with my friends yes exactly mm -hmm. exactly and I think that's why everybody loved it so much so yeah almost anyway those mixed VHS tapes that I talked about yeah. last week I had many a friend scene um but I had so many Chandler scenes because <laughs> yeah <laughs> just his timing his delivery was so good it was so good. Mm -hmm. It was so good. Well, and since we talked about that, because was that Patreon? We talked about your, your video skills and you making your VHS. Oh, yeah, but that's I did, right. That was I Patreon. have gone back. I have gone back since. And I did watch the Whitley. I watched <gasps> Whitley's wedding to Byron. I watched that clip on YouTube. Okay. Um, and I'm going to say it's not nearly as dramatic as what <laughs> I remember it being. <laughs> At the time, you know, the perspective of watching it as an almost 50 year old versus as a 20 year old yeah. is, is very different um, in terms of life experience and such. But I did get really tickled because I related more to I had forgotten how funny her mom was in that scene. OK, I don't remember and that. So, because Whitley, when it comes time to say I do, she won't. And her mom like comes up and she's like, she will, Reverend, she will. <laughs> like she's so uh, now I'm gonna have to go back and watch it. Oh, it's so it was funny to go back and watch it because I was like to watch it as a as a grown up way past that stage of life. I was like it reads very differently, still amusing, but just a whole different thing. Hey, it's me taking a quick break to tell you about Go Henry. Um, I'm gonna be honest and go ahead and say I did not really learn great money management skills when I was a kid. Nobody really ever talked to me about saving or spending, or if they did, I didn't listen. So that's fair. But in school, I was way too busy learning how to play hot cross buns on the recorder than to learn about things like you have to save up, you have to have a budget. You can teach your own kids how to be responsible with money and it doesn't have to be tough. Go Henry makes it so easy to teach kids a lifetime of financial skills. And I am seeing this more than ever. With Caroline about to go off to college, she's going to have to figure out how to budget and how to save and that she can't always go get her nails done when she wants to. It's going to be a whole new world of figuring out how to spend and save and just be smart about her budget. You can help your kids be financially literate and make a huge difference in their future and Go Henry can help. It makes financial education and building financial literacy easy for parents and fun for kids. There's ease and convenience in managing allowances. It's so much easier than using cash. 
And you can set boundaries while allowing for independence. You can limit their spending and choose where the card can be used while still allowing kids to learn the value of money and practice managing it. Go Henry's Debit Card for Kids, an app for parents, is an easy, fun way to teach kids good money habits designed to help young people ages 6 to 18 learn about money firsthand and build financial independence. With Go Henry, they can use their card to make purchases online, in stores, or at an ATM and track spending in real time. They can set savings goals and make donations, helping them learn how to budget and practice generosity, which is so important. It's easy for parents to me, so much easier than trying to let them handle cash and allows boundary setting and flexibility so you have an idea of what they're spending their money on. There's real-time money transfers, there's automated allowance deposits, and tasks that allow your kids to earn extra money for completing chores. You can set spending limits and control where the card can be used and receive real-time notifications about how much your kid has spent and where which hopefully won't horrify you. It's founded by parents with the mission to make every kid good with money. It has great reviews on the App Store, on Google Play Store, and Trustpilot. You can get started at GoHenry.com and get one month free with promo code BIGBOO. That's one month free at GoHenry.com, promo code BIGBOO. So have you watched anything else? Um, no, that's the only... I mean, I know you've only... had graduation and all. Yeah, we had graduation. What else? We watched Friends Reunion. Um, what else did I watch? Um, I, it feels like, oh, no, I talked about the Kaminsky Method last week. So yeah. I've talked, I've still, I've watched a couple more of those. I still really like it. I think it's real cute. Um, and then I've been hearing great things about, um, hold on, I'm going to look it up because I'm going to get the name wrong and I don't want to get the name wrong. It's on HBO Max. I feel like there's a bunch of shows I'm hearing people talk about right now. Um, hold on. I got to find it. It's an original HBO Max series. Hacks. Oh, Hacks yeah. With Gene Smart. Yes. I want to watch that. I've heard great things about that. Yeah. I've been hearing good things that she's like a com she's like a comedian, like an older comedian. That's kind of, um, but it's a dark comedy, which I love. Mm-hmm. And it's Gene Smart who I love and think is so funny and charming. And so I feel like that's going to be my next step. Okay. Hacks. I want to watch that too. So, yeah, that looks good. Okay. Um, but I will say that I did make, so I'm trying to think, Ooh. Monday night we were out, Tuesday night I made, I saw it on Half-Baked Harvest, which, you know, you can't really go wrong with Half-Baked Harvest, um, but I made, she had posted, Perry and I were doing like just deer steaks, and our neighbors across the street had gone out of town, and they had given us some tomatoes that they were like, we're not going to use these, and so I had all these tomatoes, and so I made Half-Baked Harvest, it was this whipped ricotta toast with marinated tomatoes and lemon thyme honey is Wait, the recipe. Like like ricotta cheese? Like ricotta cheese okay. that, that you whip. So you, you buy the ricotta cheese, you whip it in your food processor so it becomes real light and okay. frothy. So you don't actually make toast out of ricotta, which was my initial thought. No, okay. no. So okay. you buy, so you could buy like little baguettes or I actually bought sourdough bread and then I toasted it in the same pan where I had fried the steaks. Yes, you did. Uh-huh, and it was so oh, good. Oh, this sounds delicious. And then you'd marinate the tomatoes in like basil and thyme and some balsamic vinegar and olive oil. And then you do, you add some like lemon and thyme to honey. And so it makes this drizzle. Oh my gosh, I may have to make this today. It was so good. I cannot tell you, like, I feel like that's going to be one of those things. I keep the stuff for that on hand all summer long because it was delicious. Did you use any kind of, you said you used sourdough. Was it any particular kind of sourdough, just a grocery store sourdough? It was just the H-E-B, like in their bakery, their sliced sourdough. Okay. So, um, but then, so I did that that night, but then I also have just some of those little, like little, you know, baguette, like little baguette chips that you can buy at 
central market or yes. wherever that are. And so I, the next day for lunch, I had it left over and I just did it on those little chips and I like just kind of spread it like cheese and crackers. And it was good on that too. Okay. I'm, I really am. I'm going to go get the stuff for this. I, I'm not yeah, going to be able to, to wait. It was delicious. And that little bit, that lemon thyme honey, like was just the perfect, like it just gave it like a sweetness. Oh my gosh. It was so, so good. Now, did you, you had full blown tomatoes, not because they have cherry tomatoes in the picture, but, uh-uh. but you used really. We had cherry, to, no, we had cherry tomatoes. Okay, That's perfect. What brought us. So yeah, so we used little cherry tomatoes and I cut them up and I actually did them. The recipe says in half, I cut them in quarters because I wanted them to be really small, you know, yeah. like so. Um, but it was, I'm telling you, delicious. Okay. That sounds like a win. I have not tried a half-baked harvest recipe that I haven't loved. No, they're all delicious. Same. I've never tried one, um, that I haven't liked. So she's, she's a genius and she is not afraid of a lot of flavor, which I really appreciate. Okay. Well, that's, that sounds like a winner. Yeah, it was a good one. Well, we are, David has kind of gotten our, our deck ready for summer over the course of the last couple of weeks. Um, okay. you know, I always, I, I like to, I like to tell myself it's really going to be an extension of our living room this yes. summer until it's like June the 20th and that's it. And nobody could pay me money to sit out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. That's the problem. So one of the things that he suggested that we do for maybe being able to prolong our time out there a little bit more is to get a big giant patio umbrella. Um, oh, to put behind okay. one of the chairs or to put behind the sofa or whatever. Just so there's some, we have lots of trees in our backyard, but so there's some like really intentional shade back there. Because uh-huh, uh-huh. it is so nice to sit outside, especially late in the evening, you know, and I have a whole thing um, about, I love, I don't know. I just love to see the tops of the trees. I like leaves, you know, all that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. So the other day he said, we need to pick out an umbrella. And so I went on Amazon just to look and I wanted one that was pretty substantial. Yeah. And um, I, I saw one in particular and I was like, oh, this one has lights. And oh, I, here's what I want to say. It, like, I think this is probably true for a lot of people's husbands, but like when, when LED lighting is incorporated into something, suddenly it takes uh-huh. on like an, an increased level of interest, you know? Yeah. 100%. And he, he was like lights. And I was like, yeah, it's got lights and it's sure enough in, on the inside of it, it has just little LED lights, you know, that go up to the center of the umbrella. Anyway, um, he ordered that within uh, probably two minutes. Um, the big umbrella with the lights well, yeah. inside. Because I mean, why wouldn't you want your umbrella lit from the inside? For sure. Um, so it's supposed to come in today. Oh, I cannot wait to hear. I know. So we went to to Lowe's after lunch or breakfast, whatever we had, and got an umbrella stand. Uh-huh. So we're gonna put our LED um umbrella up. And which is not really a phrase I ever thought I would say or even knew I could say. I didn't even know that no, was a thing. You didn't know it was a thing. And so so we've had we've got that going on. And then the last part of kind of getting the deck ready for summer is we need a new grill because oh. last year when we had our, our deck restained, kind of more the color of the house, mm-hmm. um, our, our grill was just I mean, it was I don't know, it was not it was no longer compatible with cooking food, is what I'll say. Okay. Okay. So I have been on a whole thing where I'm trying to decide, because I like to grill, what if we want a regular grill or if we want a pellet grill? 
Yeah, I was going to ask, what are you going to do? I don't I know. Like the pellet grill is the wave of the future. Well, and the pellet gr- grills, I will tell you, are also seem to be in high demand based on the price. Mm, yeah. But I don't know. So I've got to dig into that a little bit. But, you know, I'm, I, I never mind having something to research. So. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, well, I'll be so interested to see what you decide to do because I've been, the pellet grills, I feel like are everywhere, which Perry Shankle isn't going to get a pellet grill. Right. In his mind, that's not, that's not really that's grilling, not, but that's for not me, the grilling he does. Yeah. But for me, that would be the, that would be the right speed. Right. Yeah. Because I like to grill. Um, I don't know, especially in the summertime. It, like I like to grill, incorporate that into supper or, or see if David will just head out real quick and grill some chicken, but he doesn't uh-huh. love to grill. You know, so, so it's really more, what do I feel like is the most convenient? So we'll see. Okay. Okay. Well, that's, I can't wait to hear what you decide to do. Sure. Listen, y'all will all be on the edge of your seats. What can Mm -hmm. be more exciting than a, a, an umbrella for the deck with LED lights and a perspective new grill? It's listen, this is where we are though. Live in the dream. Mm -hmm. It's, it's what we do. We, um, you know, our, we have such a nice back porch and I love it so much. And like, and the weather has been nicer here because the rain kind of cooled things off but the problem is is now we've had so much rain that like when I sit out there like yesterday I was like I'm going to sit out here and read and I'm going to tell you that like the mosquitoes were ready to carry my body off like they're everywhere and we bought like I mean we've got foggers and all that stuff but there again Perry doesn't like to use those because when you do that then you're killing everything yeah and so anyway the mosquitoes are a problem okay we haven't had that yet and I think it's easier too the deck is you know it's high up and I don't Uh know they're not swarming quite as much as they do closer to the ground so that makes it a little bit better Alrighty, so it's my turn for five favorites five favorites yay Mm -hmm. I can't wait What, a, what an exciting time. Yes, and, it is. And I'm going to tell you that my first favorite this week is actually something that David found in a moment of desperation, like wanting there to be something sweet in this house when there wasn't, and I didn't oh. want to bake a whole cake. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. Um, he actually ran down this recipe, but I'm going to tell you it's good. And okay. I, I'm not one to do this kind of thing, but it's a snickerdoodle mug cake. Yeah. So you just mix it all up in the mug and put it in the microwave. And then you have, you have a cake, a little miniature personalized cake. And this one, for some reason, this particular recipe, it's just, it's just the right amount of sweet, but it's got a lot of cinnamon, which I love. And Uh it it tastes like a snickerdoodle cookie, which is always a good thing. But you just make it in the mug with your little bit of butter and some milk and, you know, what, just stir it all up in there and throw it in the microwave, which is well, so convenient. That. I know because, you know, I hate to make cakes regularly. And so, uh-huh. but I don't mind putting together a little mug cake, you know. Yeah, takes that's just easy. a few minutes. So uh-huh. that's number one. Okay. Um, The second thing is so random. But the other day I was walking and I heard this and I thought, I I wonder if anybody will ever understand how much joy this brings me. (laughs) But on Need to Breathe, this new live album, which is called Live from the Woods 2, Mm -hmm. they they sing this song called Survival. And I'm going to tell you that there's a guy in the crowd Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. who just a, a couple of times just really screams back in response to the band. Okay. okay. And it makes me so happy. Like there's just one time where he just screams, Amen, brother. Like, <laughs> and I like when people talk back, you know, like in church or, or at a concert anyway. But because they they recorded this particular album kind of at the tail end of of quarantine just as things were starting to open up a little bit I feel Uh like I hear even more than the enjoyment of the music in that guy's voice you know it's like he's 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 in it he's in it he's at he's at a live music event he's Mm -hmm. he's I don't know it just it delights me and I would love I would love to know who it is I never will but yeah anyway so I just I don't know. Every time I listen to that song, I just wait for him. You know, I mean, okay, the yeah, musicians are great, but the guy who screams from the crowd, he's good too. And I appreciate he's it. He's ready. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Love that. Um, the third thing is, I think that this time of year, it is always a challenge to find a swimsuit. It is also always a challenge to me to find a good cover up because mm-hmm. here's what I need from a cover up. I need for it to dry quickly. I don't want to sit around like if I've been yeah. in the pool or I've been in the lake. I don't want to sit around in something that mm-hmm. is clinging to me because it, it won't dry. Nope. It's still wet. Yeah. I, I want something that's got some coverage, but I also want something that's lightweight because as we all know, I don't like to be hot. Yes. So there is a cover up on Amazon. I, I don't remember the exact brand or the full name of the cover up, but it's just a really simple tunic style cover up. It comes in about 30 colors (laughs) and or patterns. It's just a a cute kind of V-neck. It's got great coverage in the front and the back, but it's a little longer in the back. Yeah. Uh Um, And because it's not cotton, it it dries quickly. It's thin. And so it's not going to stay. You just have to walk around a little bit for it to to dry. And so I also let, and it's not expensive. So these are all such good things, I feel like, in terms of your cover-up needs, whatever they happen to be. Um, Because I have one that I love, but it's cotton. And so if I sit in it, I mean, you know, it's impossible to to get dry in a timely manner. So um, I think this one's really cute. And I think it's really cute, really thin and it dries quickly. And um, I mean, I can't fathom you can't find a color or a pattern you like. So, okay, love that. Okay, that's perfect. mm -hmm, There you go. Um, The next thing is a book. My boss at school is a guy named Sean Brower, although I guess he's technically not my boss anymore. You've heard me talk about Sean so many Uh times. I adore Sean. He has been, he's just, he's a great leader. He's, he's so fun to work with and to work for. And he's written a couple of books, but he has a new book that's called Stand To. Now, let me say this. This book is all about, it's the subtitle is something about masculine courage, which is not a topic that really interests me, honestly. Mm -hmm. Not Mm -hmm. something I really dig into a lot. And, um, and sometimes I don't like books that kind of have that bent because I don't know, they can, they, sometimes they can get sideways. Yeah. Yeah. But Sean has such a kind, tender heart. And, um, now I will say Sean is writing from a conservative theological point of view. So if somebody's mm-hmm. progressive, they might not, this might not be their cup of tea, but there's so much about 
humility and compassion and uh. um, even in places where I might disagree with him because I know his heart. Um, yeah. I, I just found his words to be really encouraging. And so the, here's the, oh, my that. favorite part though, is at the end of every chapter, he's got some great questions that are designed, I guess, for like small groups of men to uh-huh. ask one another. But I uh-huh. would ask the same questions with you or with my friends here, like really insightful questions like, um, are there places where you see a lack of humility in me? You know, that requires mm. some real vulnerability. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, I just, I love the way he took the whole discussion about how to to live a courageous life um, to the heart. Yeah. Okay. I love that. And then here's my last thing is one of my favorite ways to procrastinate is on YouTube. And it's a, it's an architectural digest series called Open Door. Mm-hmm. And it's like eight to 10 minute videos where... Architectural Digest goes into different celebrities' homes. Oh, okay. It is fascinating. It is. interesting. I love a celebrity home. Well, I have paused. I have pondered. I have, there are, I have favorites. Um, David Diggs' house is one of my favorites. It's so eclectic and the art is so beautiful. And I don't know, it's just fun to kind of see. And it's a casual look, you know, people are kind of taking you on a tour of their homes And it's just, I don't know if you just need five to 10 minutes of kind of mindless entertainment, it fits the bill. Plus it's, it's beautiful. It's really beautiful to look at everybody's houses. Yeah. Yeah. I love seeing people's houses. Mm -hmm. I'm always so fascinated by that. Yeah. So, okay. That's what I have this week. Okay. Well, that is, that is great. That is great. Those are all really good things. Thank you. So anyway, I hope you enjoy everyone. Yes, I know. Enjoy. We've got lots of lots of good things to try and watch. So that's about it for me. I'm going to maybe take a Breaking Bad um, break and okay. maybe dig into some friends instead yeah, today. It's good. Mm-hmm. I know you're going to have to let me know. It's really good. And then I'm going to have to go to the grocery store and get the stuff for this ricotta toast because yeah, you're gonna, that has uh-huh. to happen. Yep. Yeah, you're gonna have to figure that out because I'm telling you, it is good. You will, you will thank yourself. You, you will thank yourself for doing that. Alrighty. Okay. Well, everybody, we'll be back next week. All right. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. Talk to y'all later. Ow.